what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of all things super i am one of your hosts spider and i am joined by the running man himself mr vip frankie washington how you doing today sir i am infinitely awesome tell everybody that you know Thank you for asking. How are you, sir? I'm going to see if I can take that just little soundbite and add some, like a reverb echo effect to it. Because the pose with your microphone pick you up, you were loud, but you didn't get cut out. So I feel like that's a perfect, I, I'm going to see. I'm a, I, if, if you see that clip and there's echo on it, then you know I was able to succeed. If they're not, then I couldn't do it. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try. <laughs> I couldn't repeat it even if I tried. So if you do it, that is awesome. <laughs> Thank you for that. But no, I'm doing great. Oh, I'm doing man. great. It is. A... I'm gonna give somebody a stroke with these lights. You I might say that. You might. I'm gonna have to do a, a strobe light. It's warning. always a party over here. <laughs> Put a strobe light warning on a video or something. Inside of this is a red light special that's just waiting to be discovered. If you're old enough, you know what I'm talking about. Hey. <laughs> Rest in peace, left eye. Exactly. <laughs> well, we are back again for another fun-filled episode. We're doing another movie review. If you saw the image, you saw the title, you know what it is. We're going to be talking about... Shibuki! <laughs> no? Not Shibuki. Shibuki? We're going to be talking about Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Shazam! We're going full spoilers. Letting you know that from the jump, so... Right now, so don't I'll, act like you. Oh, they just you. you shouldn't have clicked it. Telling you, yeah, no, now you know that's your warning. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't know what this is, this is all things super. Where every week we take a piece of super powered movie, TV show, even trailers, we watch them, we review them, we break them down, we react to them, and we answer the question Is it super? Is it? Is it potentially, possibly, maybe, 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 <laughs> but <Jeez. laughs> if you like that. Click on the bell and subscribe to the channel, then click on the bell so you can be notified when we have new episodes that come out. If you want the audio version of the podcast, just search for All Things Super on any of your major streaming platforms for the podcast. And if you want to join in on the conversation, just tweet at us at ATSuperPod. And keep doing what y'all doing because I saw it. I see them. Leave a comment. We read them. Keep leaving like those comments. We love the comments. Yeah. I see, I see them. Sometimes I'm about to... Hey, I'm about to start reading some of y'all. Just, I can't really read an emoji, so I want to put some words in. Add it. some text. Add some text to it. Or yeah, hey, smiley face emoji. If y'all okay with that, I'll do that. I have to say that. It is what it is. Okay. Shizuke. But we are again. We're going to be talking about Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Just oh, came out. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway initial thoughts initial thoughts what did you think about shazam fury to god oh it was a movie it definitely was a movie <laughs> it was a movie listen and we're gonna get into this spider you know we don't hold back on this no show, absolutely so we're gonna not get into it let's go ahead and get into it it ain't no secret that james gunn the man of the men have transferred from the mcu to the DCU, which is now called, mm -hmm. to kind of usher in a new era of superheroes. So much so that they're saying that they're doing a soft reboot after they released a new Flash, Flashpoint-inspired 
movie. Uh, resetting all continuity, starting over. There's a whole list of uh, of slated movies to come out and TV shows to come out that's going to be on HBO Max. Is he calling movie, it? Is he calling it phases, or what's what did he call in his like? He's calling it chapters. Chapters, okay. They're chapters yeah. now, not phases, but chapters. And we're starting out with good, good chapter. This is so much like comics because in the multiverse on the MCU side, they always have these iterations of uh, timelines <laughs> and dimensions and all these things with all these random numbers. The main scope of the timeline that is in the MCU right now is supposed to be 616. For the longest, it wasn't 616. It was told that it was 199 gazillion nines later. Right. But now they're saying this is 616. On the DC side, they start out with Earth. One. Mm -hmm. That's it. (laughs) Then it was Earth. Two. They kept it real simple, real right. basic, and I can I can appreciate that because if I'm going in six one six, was there, you know, six hundred and uh fifteen that I missed? So okay. I kind of I, I don't know. <laughs> so it's it's kind of hard for anybody to pick up and jump on that bandwagon. Then we jump from six one six to eight three eight. Yeah, where where are we at? Where are we going? Can I just not? Where's one? So MCU is doing the same thing that DC is doing. Again, this is in the comics. Soft reboots and resets because the the reasoning why, because the same thing we talked about, Spider, at some point in time, it becomes incredibly hard to go back and rewatch and digest all of this information that leads you up to the current events. So now James Gunn is over there on the DC side doing exactly that. Why am I bringing this up? Mr. VIP, Frankie Washington, what the hell are you talking about? We're talking about Shazam. I'm saying this because Shazam was written, filmed, structured all before that information about James Gunn was coming over. Mm-hmm. So this movie was practically done. I think they may have changed one or three things. Not that much has changed since its inception. With that being said, how much does it impact the future of the MC? I'm sorry, excuse me, excuse me, sorry, of the DCU? Right. This is still considered DCEU. Yes, this is the last little bit of DCE. You. Well, the Flash is going to be the last. Ew. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason that, that I'm saying this is because watching this movie, it feels like if it did nothing else, which has been totally lacking in the DCEU, is continuity. Right. I will say that this movie is not lacking continuity. It picks up right, not right after mm-hmm. Shazam, but it's in that same vein right. as Shazam. Question is, is it safe? <laughs> Did they play it safe? That's why I'm feeling like, hmm, hmm, hmm? Spider, what you think? 
Wait a second. Something's missing. I feel like something. You know what? There it is. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Didn't, Glass, right? I didn't know we were going to have a, a, a entrance with a cup, but there it is. Um, Shazam Fury of the Gods. <laughs> what can I say about this movie? <laughs> So there was, I I could say a lot. Well, as far as my initial thoughts go, there were trying to find the words, (laughs) which is hard because (laughs) that's one word. That's Um, one word for it. It's just that the movie, I feel like maybe it was because they were trying to play it safe. Maybe it was because they were trying to not go too far into something because I don't know because like we said this this was filmed this was written it was all of this was done before you know the news of James Gunn the coming takeover. out and you know, like being the, the head of DC Studios and everything but maybe they didn't see a future for Shazam so ooh, because I feel like the the last the end of it because like we said, full okay. spoilers. Full spoilers. Shazam, yeah, he died. Shazam died. <laughs> and it he really died. seemed like if you would have left it there, all of the kids got their powers taken away, Shazam died. And if they would have been like, okay, well, this is the end of Shazam, and we could have left it at the little funeral scene, and then like a little zoom out, the realm of the gods has been restored, but Shazam's dead. He gave the ultimate sacrifice. He gave his life so that way he could help restore the, the realm of the gods and not destroy Philadelphia. You know, kind of pan I'll out. Be, I'll, I'll, or zoom I'll, out. Been all right yeah, with zoom out. The kids are not superheroes anymore. They'll continue to live on, and then fade to black. Movie's over. I would have been fine with that. I would have been fine with that. Completely, totally fine. fine. And that would have just been the end of Shazam. But then we get Wonder Woman come in. (laughs) She get her electric cello in there. I appreciate that theme song. I probably one of the appreciate Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Probably one of the best. The thing about it is, and I've, I've seen a lot of people complain about this, is that this would have been something to get excited about, right? Because we know that there was, we talked about this at length in the last episode when we were talking about Shazam and how they had the Superman cameo, but they couldn't get Henry Cavill because of contract uh, disagreements. So we get the beginning part where Billy is dreaming and he's dreaming about having lunch or having dinner with Wonder Woman in Paris. And we only see her feet you know, and we only see her like from the basically from it was like the mid section down, yeah, from the torso yeah. down. Yeah, we only see, see that, her face. right? And we see her from the back of the head and all this other kind of stuff when she's walking away. And then when she turns, by the way, yeah, when she wig. turns around, of course, it's Diamond Hansu's face because the wizard is projecting himself into Billy's dreams. Compl- really disturbing to have this woman's body in Diamond Hansu's face, but. Can't can't unsee it. Now. No, but the thing about it is, is that in the last few trailers or the last few TV spots for Shazam, uh, Fury of the Gods before the movie came out, they showed the clip of Wonder Woman, where it was like, "Oh, stick to saving the world, kid." You know, it's like, okay, well now we know Gal Gadot is gonna be in the movie, but it's like, why wouldn't you hold on to that and let that be a surprise? Be like, oh shit, Wonder Woman's in the movie. 
Just let that be a surprise. No, it's like there was no clue. There was really no reason because it honestly, if you only saw if seeing that one little part of Wonder Woman just saying stick to saving the world, kid, because obviously Billy was trying to holler at Wonder Woman, which I mean, to be fair, who wouldn't? Um yeah, facts. Okay, but I'll take that. Having that in a trailer serves nothing for the movie because it's like it's the same thing with when Spider-Man Homecoming was coming out and they had all of this stuff in here in the trailer about Tony Stark being in the movie or Robert Downey Jr. being in the movie. And it's like save that to be a surprise for when the movie comes out. Let this be, let everybody go into it thinking that this is going to be a Spider-Man movie, not a Spider-Man, Spider-Man because right. they really framed it in the trailer like it was going to be a Spider-Man team-up movie because you remember they had the scene where they were like swinging, Spider-Man was swinging through the city and Iron Man was flying next to him. It was like, was oh, right it's going to be like a, right? a team-up movie. And that scene never came to fruition in the movie. It was like, not at all. there's a difference between misleading the audience and then straight up lying and to just him. Blatantly lying. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. like that was just a straight up lie. Like this here was like misleading because it made it seem like, you know, Shazam and Wonder Woman are gonna be working together and then at the resolution of it, she's leaving and she's like, just stick to saving the world. I just felt like that that shouldn't have been included in the trailer. That was it because it served nothing to drive forth the narrative of what the story was. But however, Sneeze. <laughs> but everything else in the movie is just it's it it was it was ba- it was a seesaw for me the entire movie. It was back and forth the whole way through. And it was like some parts were like good and then some parts were just like uh and yeah, Wonder Woman should have stayed her ass home. She should have cuz honestly other than like the dream sequence I don't really felt like she needed to be in the movie. And it's just like, at all. she restores the power of the God. She restores the magic. I mean, she's a demigod. Does she even really use magic? I mean, I guess she can use magic because she can fly. How did she know she had that ability? Who called her? Apparently, Where were you when the city was attacked? Like, I don't know. You can't just shoehorn a hero in at the end. Dance ex machina. Dance ex machina. Mm-hmm. And then come in and be like, ta-da, I'm here. The day is saved. And Look then what I can do. It really invalidates this noble sacrifice that Billy gave his life in order to save his family, in order to save his city. And now, you know, he he made this grand gesture because he understands the power that he has and he understands how to use it now because this whole movie is him trying to hold on to his family because he feels like he can't do it alone. So now he gets the confidence, he understands what he needs to do to be able to get it done alone. And then you immediately undo all of that Undercut it. because he, he <laughs> comes back to life he gets the staff and then he talks to his family who, who wants the powers back and it's like you just learned that you can do this on your own they don't have to be superheroes exactly even mom and dad wants powers now right you know she's damn and and it's just i i the having that final scene having billy fight for everything that he believed that he has now has the belief in himself because he didn't believe in himself before the the opening scene we get is Billy is just he's on a couch at his pediatrician and basically saying that there's all these other cool superheroes and he just feels like he can't amount to it 
and he doesn't know what to do because he feels that he doesn't deserve these powers right and he right. everything that he does throughout the movie is he broke the staff and so he's the one that ended up breaking down a barrier that allowed the daughters of atlas to come back to this realm he brought yeah whoopsie sorry <laughs> he brought um what was helen mirren's uh name Hes hespera he brought hespera to the rock of eternity because he was trying to use her as a negotiation tool in order to get freddie back she broke out of the cell ended up getting the the seed the apple it's like everything he yeah, was in doing his in really defense though i he did didn't know. think those bars were magical bars and she was like, this idiot. <laughs> I'm just going to burn this little but the, cage. But the thing about it is, like, they, and I mean, they even said it in the movie. It's like, he talked about all of the different uh, gods that he has the power of. And there's like the wisdom of Solomon. That's the one thing that you don't have. Every time you come up with a plan, you ask Mary what our opinion is. You know, you lean on everybody else to help you formulate yeah. these things. And like, you yeah, know, you not that they were making fun of them, but they were like, you don't. You know, you're not forward thinking. You're not, you're not him. Yeah. And one big complaint I have about it because they say in the movie that Billy's turning 18. So we. Uh -huh. and, and remind me when in Shazam, the first Shazam, wasn't he 14? Yeah, well, a lot of time has passed. But they said it was only two years. So I guess it was, he yeah, was 14 so, about to turn hey, 15. Now he's 17 about to turn hey, 18. Hey, shut up. Hey, hey shut up. Don't <laughs> I'm, worry just, about I'm just trying to make sure the math. Is math and so, right. So it's it's clear you know how to count and the people in this movie don't. So <laughs> that's not how numbers work in this universe. So you know, I'm one just day trying to understand the next it. day you're about to age out. Right. You know? So <laughs> it's all in the same week. So I was like, okay, so because I was like, okay, I'm thinking like the, the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, okay, it's been like almost four years. And then we get to the post credit scene where Savannah and he was like, "You've been gone for two years." I was like, two years." Two years." I was like, "Right." Has it been? Wait, I was he like, was just fourteen. <laughs> he was fourteen, and, and two you... years later, now he's almost this eighteen. This is where you show all those <laughs> calculus and the fire. <laughs> uh, the X Files theme, right? But like, even still, years, regardless, regardless of how much time has passed, he is about to turn eighteen. And I just feel like he's just as immature as he was when I he think was he's fourteen. More it really does feel like he was more immature. And the thing about it is, nobody else is. Everybody else is mature, and he has kind of aged up. Because even with Eugene, Eugene was like just so into video games. It's like that was his main focus. He just wanted to be focused on video games. Now Eugene is in the Rock of Eternity. He's cataloging Exploring all the, the doors. Cave, cataloging right. the doors. And Pedro, and I still feel like they're doing Pedro dirty because it's like, it's almost a trope now to where they only give, even when Pedro is just regular human Pedro, he's only getting like maybe one or two lines of dialogue. And then they drop in, you know, like I said, they drop in a little bit of little tidbits about him and then he just gets pushed to the back and then nobody's ever worried about it. Pedro again. And it's like, that's it. I feel like Pedro is probably one of the most interesting characters out of all of them, but he doesn't really get any time to like breathe. He doesn't need any time to develop. And we get the thing from Mary. Mary is kind of not necessarily resentful, but she's like Billy. I, you know, I'm um, Mary is probably what 
20 at this point? 21? Ish, yeah. Well, she's got to be but 21 because she, she had she a hangover. Change. Yeah, and she doesn't change. Uh, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so she's at least I don't know 21, what's going 22. going on in Philly, you know? Right. Like, hey, she might go to those secret bars. Maybe, you know? I don't know. But she's. Uh, hey, hopefully she's 21 at least. Yeah. But so she's like, you know. I stayed around because, you know, we got superpowers, so I'm staying, helping the family be a superhero and everything, but, you know, we see that, they say that, uh... Why didn't she go to college? Because she drops that knowledge that I didn't go to, I didn't mm-hmm. finish college. Well, so she didn't like, go, she didn't leave, because well, if she would have went, she would have left Philadelphia. And so she stuck uh, around. There are colleges in Philly. There are colleges in Philly, to. but I guess she didn't want to go to that marriage. You know what I'm saying? You could, hey, you could, hey, you could make it across campus in time. Yeah. Shazam, bam, shazam. Ooh, you're in class early. I'm just saying. <laughs> there are ways to do and things. And I mean, the thing about it is, is, like, if she could shazam into superhero Mary and then just put something on over her, 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 her like, superhero outfit because her face she is literally so insane. don't change. Yeah, she's the same person. <laughs> so it's like, you know. And how is it, because this has been two years at this point, whatever, that they've been doing this, that Victor and um, Rosa, the parents, they just start putting it together because they all leave to go, like, save the bridge and everything, and Victor is looking at, right. because uh, Freddy, superhero Freddy is on TV, Captain Every Power. Captain, <laughs> Captain, all, all Captain Every Power. Uh, and so he's on TV, he's doing like the interview and everything, and they see like all of them. And so Victor is like, You haven't noticed how like all of them uh-huh. are? Let me go check uh-huh. on the kids real quick. And then while they're still on TV and they, and they come, the come back in, and so it's like, If you've seen Superhero Mary and you see regular Mary, like, nobody made that connection. <laughs> There's no curl. There's no Superman curl in the front. There's no She's mask. not wearing There's glasses no... as regular Mary or anything like that. It's like <laughs> all the rest of them, like all the rest of them are fine. Like, you know, yeah, Dollar is three up. feet taller and all this other kind of stuff. They aged up. They look like completely different people. But Mary is just Mary. And it's just like, how? How do you not make that connection? Hey, no time for that. Turn your brain off. So what we saying over here is the simple fact that we got what do they call them? The the, the, the Philly fiascos. How how do they get this name? Like, how much property damage are they doing? And are they not giving back? Are they not trying to fix things? Because that's a part of being a superhero as well. Let's say I got punched. Mm-hmm. I got thrown into a building. Mm-hmm. Right. When that fight is over. I'm helping try to repair the stuff that I damaged. That's a good superhero. Right. If I'm just like, oh, that building fell and I'm going home, of course everybody's going to hate you. Well, like, I mean, think about the it. They, the world is just your playground. They went to try to stop the bridge from falling, and they get there, they save all the people, and Billy Shazam, he says, all right, team, everybody round up. All right, our main priority is stop this bridge from collapsing. Smash cut. Bridges in the water. Everything failed. And so we see basically Freddie doing his interview. The kids came home. They didn't stick around and try to help. They just left. Man, I, 
at that point what you could do though, right? I guess <laughs> that bridge already in the water. I mean, they can at least retrieve the, the cars out of the water through, or something. All through trying to save people on that bridge, they all failed at trying to sustain that bridge, which I appreciate it because sometimes you just don't get it right, right? Right. So, but afterwards, but they saved the yeah, people. You're right. They could have. And Dar- they, they and, saved the and Darla's still a kitten. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't right. But she she, she did bring terms. it back. She did bring it back. She said, "I do need she to bring the kid back." Terms. Yeah, man. Darla's still a mess. Not... Darla is still a mess. What is going on in this movie? Darla went. Darla went and tried to bring Hesperus some Skittles. She was like, "You know what?" She was like, "Even though I think you're a bad person, not you know, you don't deserve to starve. You don't deserve like what she said. You don't deserve the the pink Skittles. So I'm just bring you a bowl full I of yellow ones." Yeah, right? it's like. Look, she Everybody she got standards. She got standards. She's like, look, I know you bad person, so you're not getting the pink skittles, but I'm bring you some anyway. Darla is just she's the best. First of all, just skittles sponsor this movie. Because I don't know. Taste the rainbow, motherfucker, is <laughs> definitely trending. Uh, when you riding a unicorn. Mm-hmm. They, they, I don't know what the budget was for this movie, but clearly it was in a goddamn. There was a lot of CGI. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Here's my thing, and I think we talked about this on the last uh, Suzanne breakdown. Last Suzanne breakdown, we were dealing with the seven sins. Right. Right? Gluttony, wrath, lust, all that. All and they that just right disrespected entity. the hell out of those statues in the Rock of Eternity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I would have done the same thing. I would have painted a mustache <laughs> on them. You ain't going to do nothing. What you going to do? You stuck in there for eternity. So now we're dealing with mythical... Uh, 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 orgs we and had, uh, we had cyclops, we had minotaurs, we had chimeras, we, we had, had harpies, harpies, harpies. Yeah, okay. there were harpies. My bad. The cousin of banshees. There okay. you go. <laughs> but yeah, all of these mythological so, creatures, right? I know one's magical, and then the other one's kind of gothic, spirituals, uh, satanic. You mean religious? What do you mean? It's not all bad. Well, when you're dealing with the seven sins, that's kind of oh, you're talking about between the the first movie and the second movie. Okay, yeah, I got what you're saying. So I need need you to I need you to pick a lane as an audience member. I need to know the fight that we're fighting. What are we fighting? Because that's not magic. Just dark arts, maybe. It's not. I don't see it as magical. Now, this is more the magic realm, right? So I appreciate. This is more like godlike, mythical creatures yeah, going the... all into that see, the... Greek mythology stuff. Yeah, so I can understand that you, why you have a minotaur or uh, what's the half man, half horse guy? Uh, centaurs. Yeah, I can understand why. Well, I don't think they had that. No, but they didn't I can have understand that if they had that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're talking about you know gods and. Zeus and Ares and Hades and I just need you to pick a lane, wash the hands, pick a struggle, wash the hands. You see the hands? Okay, that's for all my people watching on the video. If you're on a podcast, you can't see the hands, but just know they were doing something epic. And if you want to see them hands, go to YouTube. It's not like a threat. <laughs> it came out right. It came out right. <laughs> Shazam, Fury of the God. 
But, this movie is 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 all over the place. Is what I'm is. saying. That's it what is. I'm basically saying. And I went into this with no expectations. Very happy to see Shazam. Mm-hmm. Am I disappointed? I'm confused because with everything that happened in the movie, where are we now with it? Like, what have we what have we established? What have we accomplished? And it's consistent with the other Shazam, but we're in the. I feel like we're in the same spot. Yeah, and especially right so. Maybe we should be in the same spot because James Gunn's taking over. So speaking of being in the same spot, was I wrong in assuming that in the first Shazam, the bullies who I just found out they were brothers, uh, I just thought that the two of them were friends, but the yeah, I thought so too. But the bullies, um. What were their names? Uh, Brett and Burke. Anyway, was I wrong in assuming... Is child Burke? (laughs) I don't know. Um, But was I wrong in assuming that in the first movie, I thought they were seniors? Because I thought that, like, Freddie and Billy, I thought they were, like, freshman, sophomore, and they're getting picked on by older kids. I thought that they were seniors. Maybe they didn't graduate. Two years two later? Years. <laughs> <laughs> and it's even worse when I originally thought that this was four years later. Well, the blip happened. Oh, sorry, no, wrong universe. No, there was, there was no blip. Try to make it make sense. Hey, no. Ain't no time for that. So anyway. Uh, but I guess they're the same age, but then are they driving as sophomores? Drive, well, not, not driving anything since the truck's destroyed. Well, yeah, but I mean, in the first movie, because Billy and Freddie were 14. If they're in the same grade as Billy and Freddie, even if they're 15, I don't know what the, what, the, what the laws are in Philadelphia, but I know down in Louisiana, if you are under the age of 17 and you have a permit, you need to be in the vehicle with a licensed driver. They were in the truck by themselves. So I don't know. On the curve. Right, and running <laughs> over people. Literally hit and run. So I don't know that when, when I when with I no, with no repercussions when I saw them privilege. and then still they're still just complete assholes just for no reason. Yeah, you was like you you would care. think that now that they know that Freddy is friends with a superhero they would back off of him a little bit. Two, two superheroes. Superman literally came and had lunch with them. I do apologize for that abrupt cut in the audio and the video. I am having some internet difficulties on my end. Um, but we, we ain't gonna say no names. We ain't gonna say no names. We ain't gonna call we're gonna nobody put you out. on blast right now. We ain't gonna say no names. But there they, was, they, 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 <laughs> <laughs> one thing that we were discussing before we started recording was that this show is consistently inconsistent. Uh, and that's so that, the one thing about it that just falls into the uh, that falls into the pattern. This is us, but y'all love us, us, and we love y'all that y'all love right. us. Virtual hugs is what I'm giving you. There you, you go. can't see it if you're on an audio podcast, but you I'm can feel it, your, feel it in your ears. You get your audio hug, yeah. But this is my, <laughs> yeah, your audio my hug. voice wrap, <laughs> wrapping around your eardrum, giving you the eardrum a hug. Mr. VIP and Spider says, Feel that. Ooh. What, what did Big Boy say? Grip, grip, drop. There it goes in the orgasm. Now you're leaking out the side of your face, tapping right into your memory banks. Thanks. 
First of all, it sounds like you just got somebody pregnant. Just, just, with that, <laughs> just with that little slogan right there. Oh, but the before outcast. we were cut off or rudely interrupted by, yes. you know, technology failing yet again, technology, mm-hmm. boo, bring back the simple ways, <laughs> sticks and rocks. <laughs> hands on the string. We do a podcast with hands on the string. <laughs> Get no, a film that, camera, that, that, that gotta, gotta roll that bitch. <laughs> Hold on, we no, gotta no. change the reel. Let's let's not go that far. Oh, like no, no, yeah, no. Gotta, gotta change the reel. <laughs> Hurry up, don't want to miss it. Uh, we were talking about Freddie. Freddie in this movie, we were saying in our last Shazam mm-hmm. watch that Freddie had a more compelling backstory by him having this disability. By him having a positive outlook, by him having uh, a lot more interesting kind of uh, humble beginning versus Billy Baxter's as being basically plucked out of obscurity and given these powers. Right. Uh, and we got a chance to see that. We got a chance to see Billy, I mean, Freddie, kind of uh, in his zone. Mm-hmm. And we realized, Spider that uh freddy is uh pretty much an asshole with these powers <laughs> he's not nice at all he, he's, he he's became very arrogant very cocky very arrogant very cocky calling first of all so he was calling himself captain every power and then he called yeah. shazam captain every power jr right look when he was saving the uh the people with the civil civil civilians citizens. Mm-hmm. well Either one of those words would have worked if I could have said either one of them. (laughs) Uh, He was holding up the cars and he was faking like, oh, it's so heavy. And then turn around and say, no, I'm just kidding. It's not really heavy at all. This is not the time, my guy. (laughs) (laughs) They got people scared for their lives and this is not the time. I'm just kidding. It's real easy. I'm just kidding. It's it's very light. But yet still the bridge falls. Like, come on. Just showing off, and we see that he's uh, he he's getting. That's his adrenaline rush because that's his escapism, from, like you said, from right. having to deal with his disability, from having to be picked on. Right. So he's walking yeah, around the house. Go back to being Freddie. Exactly, and I think if not for you know him having to save face and keep up appearances around the parents, he probably wouldn't. He'd probably live his entire life as Captain Every Power, and. We see that he's walking around the house and he's got his earbuds in his and we see everybody's doing their own thing, but he's got his earbuds in and he's listening to police scanner, just waiting for the next crime or the next big disastrous event that he could go in and save the day. He has a real superhero complex. Um, right. But then we see that he's an asshole, but we get later on in the story, he meets Anthea, who's someone that sees him for him. <laughs> but somebody that sees him for him and right. notices the hero who he is, not as Captain Every Power, but as Freddy. And it allows him to open himself up a little bit more and allow him to be himself a little bit more because it now has somebody who he can relate to because they have the conversation in the cafeteria where Freddy's talking about Billy and how overbearing he is. And basically, Billy is in this thing where if we're going to go do superhero stuff, it's either, it's either all of us or none of us. That's Billy's whole thing. Either all of us or none of us. Right. And so Anthea right. is relating. Right. Family. It's all about family. And so 
And Thea is relating because she's like, my sister's overbearing. She thinks that she knows everything and she's controlling and very bossy. And so they connect on that level. And so Freddie, Freddie tells Billy, the girl is talking to me, something that's never happened to me in my entire life. And so we see this, this hardened exterior kind of fall from Freddie, but even still, he feels that he has to use Captain Every Power as sort of his wingman in order to get to know Anthea a little bit better. Well, we find out that Anthea has ulterior motives because she wants to drop the superheroes. Let's let's do this. Why was she at the school? Because you said she has ulterior motives to drop Mm -hmm. out the superheroes, but they didn't know that the superheroes were kids. They did not know uh, Freddy was a superhero. Because she was she at the school? Because she knew she knew for however she knew but she knew that Freddie had lunch with Shazam because that's why she was asking, oh, show me where you guys were sitting or what happened, how did it happen? Where did he come in from? She wanted the play-by-play to try to backtrack to see where Shazam came from. Like, how did he get here, you know, and just try to, I want to pull as much information out of you as I can so that way I can figure out who this person really is, who the champion is, and how can I get to him? Let's talk about this for a second. How mm-hmm. old is Athea? Uh, what'd you say, 6,000 years old? And she's uh, got a thing for kids? Yeah. Yeah. That part. We're just going to take a moment of silence and just let that sink in. I mean, she's even... 6,000 years old. Even... Even at 6,000 the... years old. Even at the Ooh, end of baby, the movie, I like him, y'all. No, no. Yeah, maybe no. I like him, y'all. Oh my god! But even <laughs> even at the end of the movie, Rosa made a point to admit because well, not admit, but kind of make a note of it when Billy as Shazam was trying to holler at Wonder Woman. He was like, "So all of a sudden, both of our oldest boys have a thing for older women, right? Right?" I mean, that's a, I mean, there's an age difference and then there's an age yeah. difference. And 17, you know, 6,000. 6,000. <laughs> She's older than Thor. God damn. You got to let that sink in for a second. She's older than Thor. Right. And there's nobody that you can get along with that's, you know, it don't necessarily have to be in your own dimension, but at least they are of a consensual age. I'm I mean, just saying. I mean, it's about to turn 18. In in another Technically, two years? Well, <laughs> well it, it's going to be within this year because Mary was telling Billy that he's about to turn 18 and he's going to age out of the system, which they mentioned that. And before that was mentioned, that was never really... He was like one month Yeah, Freddie said he's a month one younger month. than Billy. So we're we're thinking sometime in this year that um that they're in as far as the movie is concerned they'll both be eighteen. But the thing about it is that Mary mentions that, but that was never prefaced before because she was talking about you know and just like kind of we were talking about in the last episode when I was saying that you know it doesn't look like. Victor and Rosa were really struggling for money because they had this, you know, huge house. And you were saying, because of course they have all of these kids, they have six kids, they're getting a check for them. But 
at that point, which which they did confirm in this movie that right. they were getting compensation. They were yeah. getting compensation for him. So we know that Mary aged out of the system because Mary and the in the last movie was about to graduate. She was going to go to college, and so now here we are, two years later, where both Freddie, sure. yeah, <laughs> both Freddie <laughs> and Billy are going to be aging out of the system. So therefore, they won't be getting money for them. So Mary tells Billy, you know, uh. Rosa and Victor, you know, they're struggling. They can't even make rent payments on the house. So she said that. And again, this none of this was prefaced before as in any kind of internal struggle where Billy was like, oh, well, I don't know what I'm going to do after I'm old, too old, you know, to be here anymore. If they're going to put me out or anything like that, we never got any like hit of Billy like kind of dealing with that. We saw him trying to rally up everybody and try to keep everybody together. But he was like, every, he told a pediatrician, everybody's out doing their own thing, you know? And we see that, you know, like, and it wasn't really like everybody was doing their own thing. Like they didn't want to be bothered with each other. Cause they were still all in the house, you know, Pedro was right. watching baseball. Um, and we see again, a little hint where he's watching baseball, but he's looking in the magazine of, of shirtless men. Like I said, Pedro's gay, uh, which they also confirmed in this movie. He confirmed. He came out, and everybody was like, "Yeah, we we know. like we know, bud." <laughs> which not a, not you a know, it's it's nice for them to handle it like that to not make a big deal right. out of it. Uh, and it right. was funny because they all ran back into the house where the parents were sleeping because a dragon is about to come crashing through the house. And so they're like, all right, no more secrets. So everybody tell them and it was like, we're superheroes. And Pedro's like, I'm gay. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's your secret, but okay. All right. But secret. the thing about it is, so Mary, you're true. Pedro. Right, exactly. And so Pedro's watching baseball. Uh, Eugene's still playing video games. He's trying to teach Billy about like, unit cohesion and communication and working as a part of a team. Mary's going off to work. Um, Darla's doing some type of project. She was, it was like, she was building some kind of diorama with unicorns and going up against, what was it like soldiers or something like that? I don't know. She was building like some yeah, kind of landscape weird. or whatever. Um, but weird. so like everyone was doing their own thing, but it's not like, they were off doing their own thing. They're still all together in the house. And so, and of course, Freddie's listening to the police scanner. But to say that that was like his main reasoning for trying to keep everybody together because he felt like he couldn't do things on his own. We didn't get any of that. And then to just throw it out there, oh, well, Rosa and Victor are struggling to make rent payments where we saw... The only thing we saw about Victor, he was talking to the electrician. He was like, dude, I'm telling you, the houses keep getting struck by lightning. I don't know why, you know, this is going on. And then yeah, for... They're struggling because he has to put a roof on the house every three days. <laughs> but the thing about Shazam! it is, is that, so they get, they come out, they, talk, they tell the parents that they're superheroes. Dragon comes through. Dragon destroys the whole house. And... They get to the like the parking garage or whatever, so they could kind of discuss what they want to do. And Victor and Rosa was like, "Oh, even like you know, they just destroyed the house that we just bought." And I was like, "Y'all yeah. bought the house?" It's like, "Yeah, we just bought the house." It's like, were they not struggling to pay rent? Apparently not. 
Uh, and I think they know Jake from State Farm. Something because they they had just bought the house and right. now they were able to rebuild the house after the house got destroyed. So apparently, not even a week later, <laughs> not even a week later. So apparently, they weren't struggling with money that much. But the only so the, the, the only thing that we got as far as like any connection to Billy and the parents, as far as Billy is saying that, you know, or at least thinking that he was going to get kicked out or whatever after he aged out of the system was when they were leaving and everybody was saying, bye mom, bye mom, bye mom. And Billy said, bye Rosa. And we could see that kind of hurt her a little bit. And she's like, she's like, you know, you've been here for two years at this point, (laughs) (laughs) two years, four years. But, you know, he's still not comfortable calling her mom because, of course, the last person who he called mom was like, I don't want nothing to do with you. Like, don't hug me. <laughs> don't, don't, don't hug me. Just totally abandoned him. Like, don't come knocking on this door no more. Right. I got a little something going on in here. Take back your confidence. <laughs> what is this? Like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, but I will say, I will say that when they were, um, when they were on the roof of the parking garage and they had a conversation between Billy and Rosa and Billy was like, you know, uh, I, I promise, you know, I won't be a burden after this is all done. You know, I'll get my stuff. I'll move out, you know, cause I'm about to age out of the system. And Rosa's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you well, are my, you, you are about? my son. I will always love you and you will always be welcome in our home. And like that emotional exchange between the two of them were probably like one of the probably the one of the best parts of the movie if not the best part of the movie oh yeah oh yeah i had i almost started the if i had you know I, yeah it was like <laughs> uh, hold it together hold it together. it was nice though yeah it cut and then when he said mom right oh uh <laughs> That's me falling out for my audio listeners. That's me falling out. But to, it was nice. Yeah, but to get back to to the the Freddy of it all, and so we we're dealing with with Anne and Freddy is the first one to lose his powers. He gets taken. They bring him back to the the realm of the well, gods. Before we even get into that, mm-hmm. before you even get into that, if we're talking about the beginning of this movie, the rest of the team is pretty annoyed. That they have to go and be heroes, right? Because when when Billy puts the call out, it's a sunny day in Philadelphia or whatever he says. <laughs> like, is it though? <laughs> yeah, they're more reluctant to go out, and you know, Freddie's the only one that was like, "Hey, we could go out and do this." It's just us, right? We don't we don't really need the super friends. We could just go just us again, showing that more. Non Freddy tendencies are more non. He's a he's he's not the same Freddy. You know he yeah. kind of got these powers and kind of let them into his head. Mm-hmm. I mean he's captain every power, so yeah. You know, I guess he he could do everything what everybody else could do. But clearly, I do like the fact that this happened, right? Mm-hmm. Though they have every power, they do. Yeah. They have let's just let's just say they have the powers of Superman. They can be everywhere. They they fly, they're fast, they're strong. Right. The the situation is bigger than one guy. Yeah. Because you have the whole bridge collapsing 
And if I'm here, I can't be there. Even though I'm fast, I can't be in two spots at once. Mm -hmm. Though I'm super fast and I can be super strong, I'm holding up the bridge, but this part of the bridge is falling too. Right. So it was clearly a situation that I think they really did put some thought into and show the ensemble of the team mm -hmm. being able to take that, like if it was just one Shazam or one hero. Right. I don't think they would have been successful. No, 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 Even no. though they weren't successful. They would not have been as successful as they were. Well, some people would have died. Yeah. Clearly. For, yes, for sure. But, um, but, yeah, but, but yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Freddie wasn't that so. That part. But, so, and, like you said, Freddie had sort of a, a complete character arc because Freddy's the first to lose his powers. And so he goes, right. finds the, sees the wizard and he realizes who the wizard is. He's like, Oh, you're the wizard that Billy's been talking about. Then tries to get first of all, we still don't get a real explanation as to why the wizard is back alive. Oh yeah. He said that he said once he transferred his powers to Billy, he could no longer stay in that realm because where they were was not the Earth realm. Oh, okay. Uh, it was so the some rock, other realm. So, but isn't the Rock of Eternity not necessarily the same realm? Because they have to go through a magic portal in order to get to the Rock of Eternity. So it's still hey, not there's Earth. No time for that. Who tooth? Who... <laughs> <laughs> started to this. Who tooth was in the in the in the dungeon? That's a that's, that's, that's a, a good question. question. That is a good question. Yeah. But the interaction between the Wizard and Freddy was hilarious. He called him. He called him Freeman. He called him. No, he didn't call him Freeman because Freeman is his last name. He called him Felix. He called him Jeff. He was like she just. Yeah, no she just said my. She just said my whole name. Why'd you call me Jeff? But that's, that's um, crazy. but so going through all of that and getting like Freddie, <laughs> Freddie trying to. They were going into like the the main room and like we need to go get the the seed, get the apple. He's like, well, I need to go. He's like, yeah, you might be looking at me thinking like, uh, you know, somebody who's disabled needs a crush to get around, can't be sneaky. But it's like it'd be better than you because your knees crack every time you walk. And then he, he leaned a little bit here to crack. He was like, you know what? Good point. You go ahead. And then just to watch him What's crawling that? and rolling around the whole entire place, it was like just yeah, absolutely. Ridiculous, but we do. I never heard his knees crack before that because they never did crack before that. But you here's know. the thing: mm -hmm. he couldn't be on that dimension, that plane, right? Because he transferred his powers right to Billy. But later on, we clearly seen him in the dimension because that was his physical body, I guess. Hey, no time for that. What'd you think about Lucy Lou and the sisters and <clears throat> turning everyone into sandstone in the beginning? It was definitely a great show of power when they went into the museum. And Lucy There's no way they didn't catch an orgasm when they touched that staff. I, I'm just gonna put it. Out I mean, there. that that's one way to look at I, it. But I was in a room. I was like, "Yeah, touch that staff." So we saw that. <laughs> we we got the explanation from Steve. Steve pointed out the books where they could go find the the information about the daughters of Atlas. So Hespera, played by Helen Mirren, had the power of the elements. Um, 
what was Lucy Liu's character name? Calypso. She had the K. No, she did not have chaos. Cause I yeah. thought she had. No, chaos. no, hers was chaos. Yeah, she had the powers of chaos. When uh uh, I'm forgetting her name. The other sister Anthea? was able to Doctor Strange everybody. Yeah. Uh, the whole ca- I thought that was the chaos. No, man. that's the powers of axis. So she can rotate things on an axis. Makes sense. Makes sense. She has the power yeah. of inception. <laughs> she has inception powers. Yeah. Right. To make a building turn right. sideways. And so, quick question. I'm in Philadelphia. I'm at work. Okay. I'm in my office building, just typing away, filling out my my spreadsheets and everything. As you should, as you should. I see Shazam just so happen to fly by. Then all of a sudden, my whole entire building just (laughs) rotate around. Did did anybody experience that? Or is that just like a perception thing? Like, do they know like this whole entire city is being rotated? So am I like in my office and I just do this because the whole building is being shifted? Like, what does that have? What does that do to the infrastructure? Because we're connected to the plumbing system and all of that kind of stuff. I just want to know, like, how much is affected when she's rotating the whole damn world? Hey, no time for that. What you think about some new suits? <laughs> I did like the new suits. The new suits because for Zachary Levi in the first Shazam, they put him in this padded suit to make him look like he's like, right? bigger and everything. But I did like that they they took it down a little bit. They when they left alone the, the CG lightning bolt in the middle of his chest, and so they made it a little bit more practical. I did like the new suits. I thought the new suits were better. I thought the new suits were awesome, though I did miss the CGI or lightning bolt. I see they replaced it with a metal uh, lightning bolt, which made sense because you spend money on uh, minotaurs and 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 all these other, you know, creatures. creatures. Mm-hmm. So that 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 budget had to go somewhere. So <laughs> you you get a regular lightning bolt. You get a regular lightning bolt. Right. That hey, somebody gotta pay for that uh dragon. Yeah. But uh um, Game of Thrones. But even still, we talked about it in the last episode with how everything is just so rushed. Because we say that Do you think that was the issue here? Well, I'm saying as far as the sense of what is what are we supposed to do? Because if we would have gotten information about because the wizard told Freddy like as long as they don't get to see then they're powerless then they you know because that's what they want to do they want to get to see and then think about it is with the daughters of Atlas their motivation they're the same as Transformers Oh, the spark of eternity or the spark of whatever the spark was. Did uh, they want to bring Cybertron to Earth? Yeah. But the thing about it is that they, okay. they didn't want to bring the realm of the gods to Earth. That was Lucy Liu being bitter, being like, oh, humans destroyed our world, so I'm going to destroy the humans' world. Hespera and Anthea, they were like, we just want to get the seed. We want to get back the power that was stolen from us, restore our home, and then so that way we can live in peace. They never really wanted to destroy anything. They just kind of went forcefully taking back what they felt was stolen for them. So as far as right. Anthea Which and Hesper go, right. And so it really could have all been resolved if they would have just like gave the powers back, which I know they wouldn't want to. Um, 
And once they got the apple... Oh, Spider. So you're saying the heroes were really the villains. I'm not saying that they're the villains, but they are kind of the cause for all the destruction that happened in Philadelphia. This is why they got the name. The, the Philly fiascos. <laughs> and what did that one dude call him? Uh, Commander Cheesesteak or something? Because he was like, what are you going like, to do, do, do with this dome? He was like, I got a plan. You don't look like you got a plan. You look like you got lunch. <laughs> you got a sandwich. That's crazy. But That's um, horrible, though, because at the same time, Billy didn't kind of feel like he deserved the powers. Right. But when it was time to give him up, he ain't about to give him yeah. up. He likes saying Shazam and being able to fly. Right. And, you know, you know, Freddie wasn't about to give up. Oh, absolutely not. Which, ironically, he was the first one to lose it. Right. But then the thing about it is that Freddie seemed to be the most worthy of the powers because we saw when he got caught. Whoa. Why you said that? Because we saw when he got caught. We saw in the beginning of the movie, Lucy Liu, uh, Calypso. I was a chaos magic or whatever. She whispered into the people ear and they just click out, freak out, start attacking everybody. Everybody's fighting in the museum. Right. And everybody's right. spreading it to everybody else. She does it yep, to like She does it to Freddie to get him to reveal the name of Billy. And Freddie, under his own willpower, was able to resist her magic. And she repeatedly right. whispered in right. his ears, like, tell me the name, tell us the names, tell us the names. And he just, he, like, it was getting close, but he was, like, fighting it with his own willpower. And then, right. at the end, when he sees Anthea, and this is after Anthea has already gotten her powers taken away, she see he sees her in a, uh, in a garage after everybody else has run away because Calypso is about to kill her with the dragon. And the dragon's power is that the dragon paralyzes you with fear. Like, right. makes you completely afraid, paralyzes you, and basically then he can come in for the kill. Freddy, paralyzed with fear, but he sees that Anthea is about to get killed. So he wrote, he goes, resists all of it to protect her. He's able to fight through. Even Calypso is like, that's impossible. And he's like, turn it up, crank it up to 11. Dragon is like in his face. Ah! And Freddy yeah, picks, <laughs> picks up his crutch and is like, Literally. I will fight you. I will die, but I will fight you to protect this 6,000 year old woman that I fell in love with. <laughs> but. Man. Freddie, you know just just as Billy was having that <laughs> internal debate within himself that he didn't deserve the powers, Freddie was confident in his like abilities. That's why he felt as Captain Every Power he could do all of this stuff because he was confident within himself that he could. But we get to see that that he has the willpower, he has that internal strength to where he can fight off all of these other other magical forces. So, like we were saying in the last episode, Freddie would have been the Kazam because Freddy is that hero. And so Yeah, but at the same time we see him with Shazam powers and we see that he is not that and I think, gracious? Yeah. And I also think that that also kind of stems into what happened with Billy and why he's so immature with his powers because you didn't have someone with the experience to kind of show them the way that they should go. Like no one showed them how to use the powers. And even when, like I was saying, everything right. was rushed because, like we said in the last in the last episode, the wizard gave Billy the powers and he was like, I'm going. Don't even tell me how to get home. I'm out. <laughs> and so even I'm with out. this one, 
they're like <clears throat> all the other kids have lost their powers. Billy's the only one who still has it. Now they have the the apple. They planted the the tree in the Philly Stadium, destroying the city. And Billy is like, well. You gave me my powers, you could take them back now. And you can handle this. You know how to fight them. You know how to deal with this. And the wizard doesn't right. tell Billy how to beat the wizard, uh, how to beat the daughters of Atlas. He doesn't tell him how to beat Calypso. He just says that you know what to do. Tell him it. You have the wisdom in your heart. And then just leaves him to go like, off on his own. And it's just like, why? Like, what is it with you that you're so against? Helping me out. Give me a hint. Tell me something. Give me an instruction manual. Yeah. Tell me something no, that will no help me. Don't just tell me I know what to do. You're your rickety knees. <laughs> <laughs> you and these old man knees over here just trying to hog all the information. Exactly. And it's yourself. like, why why be so vague and so cryptic? And it's like I felt like it was unnecessary because at that point. Of course, Billy had to figure it out. He's like, yeah, well, the um, the the staff absorbs the lightning and I can overcharge it like a battery. And so he finds out from Hespera that if he overloads it, then it'll destroy everything inside the dome. And so <clears throat> then, he then he, you know, negotiates with her to reduce the size of the dome to where it's only just him and Calypso inside the dome. And so that way they could fight. Um, but it's like the, 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 the journey that we had to take to get there. And I guess it's, I guess it's supposedly is a, a better narrative that he was able to figure it out on his own so he could be more confident in his abilities as a superhero, uh, that he deserved the powers. And he finally was it though? is, I guess convinced that he does have the wisdom of Solomon after everybody's told him that he didn't because honestly he really didn't because it's really like you said it really feel like he was less he was less mature than he was in the first one he he was really an idiot <laughs> in this movie he was really dumb and the thing about it is that more so than before then the thing about it like was that down right <laughs> but we saw he was kind of smart because he outsmarted uh, Envy at the end of the first one. He was able to outsmart Envy. Right. He was able to realize that, oh, the staff gave me my power. I can give the power to all of the rest of my family, and then we can take down all of the sins. He had that knowledge to be able to do that. It's like, that's not something that somebody and would just that, think about. I wouldn't have thought about it at all. Right. I would have been like, uh, I don't know what we're going to do. Exactly. But the wizard said for him to do that uh, you figured that part out. You can figure this out. It's nothing. You got this. It just. It, I'm gonna go explore right. the world. <laughs> oh, shave my head. Like, why shave. do we not? Why do we not know our superhero name? Like, why do we not know? You've been saying the name the whole. Why is this a plot? Uh, a point of interest. I don't know. And who is that for? I mean, common knowledge saying if this is the name that I say to grant me the abilities that I they, have, I guess they just thought it was like I'm, a. Go ahead and say it. it was. It was just like a like a spell, like a magic power, like saying abracadabra. So they thought not necessarily a name, but an incantation in order for them to change. Uh, because if, point, if I would not want my superhero name to be abracadabra, right? <laughs> so if his name is Shazam, what are the rest of their names? 
Because they all say Shazam to turn into their hero form. So what are the rest of their names? Shazam and the Supremes. (laughs) Shazam and them. Shazam and them. Shazam and the lightning bolts. Shazam and them. (laughs) Shazam and the electronic five. Oh, oh but, um, I'm trying to think but if there I was anything else this, I wanted I to appreciate, mention. I appreciate the, the, the I appreciate the Steve joke, the Steve mm-hmm. uh, sentient, sentient pen, pen that writes down everything, everything he said, <laughs> and then having Hesper <laughs> read out the letter. That was funny. <laughs> like we want to negotiate. Oh, and we also mentioned the safety. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Do we need a proofread this? No, Steve is smart enough to know not to write down it. <laughs> and then for the, all of them to just be standing there and listening to her read it, and like you see the reaction on all of their faces, like, what is this? Like, what the hell is going on? Oh, man. That was funny. Yes. I'm not going to lie yeah, about that. that. It was that like was you funny. said, they had some... They had some hits. Yeah. They had some hits. But they had a lot of misses, too. They also had some misses. They had some misses. So it's going to bring me to this point of the podcast when I'm going to ask you the question. Spider. Mm. Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Starring Mr. Levi himself. Is it super? Is it super? Is it super? I feel like coming off of the rewatch for Shazam, we, Shazam! S- we see that Fury of the Gods has steady, stayed the course and improved on some of the things that worked in the first one. But then they also stayed the course and kind of made worse some of the things that didn't work in the first one. And like you said, it just feels like we're, we're, we're four years removed from the movie, two years, two years, two years well, four years as far <laughs> as years. real time, because the original Shazam yeah. came out in 2019. This one's coming out in 2023. Right. So we're four years removed in real time, two years removed in story, but it still feels like we're stuck in the same place. It feels like nothing has really changed. And because of that, because we're still getting the same habits from everybody, right? It's still not even from everybody. We get still getting the same habits from our main characters because everybody else is developed because Eugene's developed, Pedro's developed, Darla's developed, Mary's developed. But when it comes to Freddie, even though Freddie still has his moments to where now he, we see that he has this willpower within himself to overcome these opposing forces. Billy as Shazam is still the same. He's still childish. He's still immature. He's still thinking that this is all fun and games. He doesn't understand the severity of. Hey, he threw a truck at a dragon. He threw a truck at a dragon, and he thought it was funny. Like this is life threatening. Like this, this dragon was the only thing to burn you. He's the only person to ever, or the only entity to damage your super suit. And another thing, right? If the fire is magic. He is, he himself is magic. 
Okay. So when he's going up against the dragon and the dragon is blowing fire at him, why is it that only his suit burns, but he doesn't? Hey, no time for that. We're going to talk about Shazam, Fury of the Gods. But no, no, no. Shazam, Fury of the Gods is not super. It's not super. Like we said, there were there were some hits. There were like like we said in the last episode. There were some times when we were really laughing at it. It was really funny. There were some good jokes and just as with Fury of the Gods, there were some good jokes. In this, there, were, there are there unicorns. unicorns. Haste the rainbow, motherfucker! I laughed out loud in Haste the theater. Haste the rainbow, motherfucker! <laughs> that was the last thing I expected to come out of Darla's mouth. Um, but no, it's not super. It's it's not. It there's there's. There are things that could have been improved upon for this sequel to make this movie better, but they're just the the gaps are too expansive. It, it some of the stuff it makes no sense. To, to saying that Victor and Rosa can't afford rent, but then they say that they bought the house. It's like there's no there's nothing in between to make us think that. Maybe first of all, setting it up for Shazam three. I don't know about that. But um, there was nothing for us. To, there was nothing to show us that they were struggling, and then there was nothing to show us that they had the money to buy the house. So we're just supposed to go off of this dialogue that this stuff has happened, and we have no context for it, and there's no explanation. So, and now to we it. make Mary an unreliable source, right? Like, why would you say all that? And like, did and, you say that to make Billy feel guilty? <laughs> like, you telling me he's gonna uh, age out? Is is there a Billy Mary type of thing? Did you? Like vibes with that? No. Like a Billy Mary no, type of vibe? No, not at all. I, I didn't. I, the only thing I felt was that Mary was sort of exhausted because Mary felt like she had, she could have had another life, gone to college, and she would have been able to progress her career, and she would have been able to potentially like do something else with her life. But now she's quote unquote stuck. As a superhero. So, <laughs> after all of that, Mr. VIP Frank and Washington, when it comes to Shazam, yes, sir. Theory of the Gods, God is it odds. super? The Gods. Is it super? Gods. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, no, the fuck is not odds. <laughs> it is not super at all. It is a movie. It is a movie. And we come, we come full circle. I started the podcast saying <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> Should you see this movie? Yeah, if you have nothing to do and you kind of like Shazam, it's a great addition to pick up where you left off after seeing Shazam one for progression in the story of Shazam lore. Uh, because it's not to be taken so seriously. Don't get us wrong. Listen. I know it may seem like we're shitting on a movie. We're not. It's just not super. It's right. just a movie. Uh, I do appreciate them picking up where they left off because we left with that last villain. He was in jail. And then we come back. Uh, he's still in jail. But you're We didn't even talk about the post credit scene. Yeah, we're talking, well, why is he still in? And then you realize that the uh, caterpillar that he's talking to. He was waiting for it to come back. <laughs> yeah. He he said there's more than one way to get magic and we're gonna do a whole lot of stuff. And then he left. <laughs> and the only reason we know that he left, because he left again. <laughs> After the 
advancing. Give me the details. Let's right. go. Give me the information. He's like, I will, but I have one more thing to take care of. And then he leaves. One more thing Because he was like, you've been, he was like, I'm, I'm I'm, I've been here for two years. And that's when we find out it's yeah. been two years. And it's like, well, what's been going on? And he's like, well, I'm a caterpillar. It takes me a while to get places. I just slither around. I don't have, le- I don't have like legs to walk around and get in the I don't have ass. wings. I don't have legs. I'm <laughs> so like, it takes me a while. You, and then, but I thought you about it. You give me like, information right now. Exactly. I thought about it. I was like, okay, that's fair. It will take a caterpillar a while to get from place to place. But tell him what he needs to know. No, he was like, I will, I will reveal all. You know but what I he said? You know what he said? You know what he said, Spider? He said, I ain't got no time ain't for that. Time for that. <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I got something go. else I gotta go do. That's oh, crazy. that was so stupid. That, it was, it was, uh, it was funny, but it was stupid. It was absolutely other, stupid. Other post credit scene, we get Shazam having the invitation to go to the Justice Society. Mm-hmm. Come full circle again. We already know the Justice Society was in Black Adam. Black Adam, mm-hmm. which Dwayne The Rock Johnson has let it be no secret that he is done with Black Adam. He has no interest in coming back. He doesn't get along with the brass over there or the direction uh, that the DCU is going in. So unless you're going to recast Black Adam as a whole and we're going to totally avert what we saw in Black Adam or not avert what we saw, again, we're now with the Justice Society. And is this a new iteration of the Justice Society? Is it still Dr. Fate and Hawkman and Adam Smasher and Calypso? Was it Calypso? Cyclone. Cyclone. So we're all over the place. As an audience member, we have no clear sense of direction of where we're going. We can't get excited about uh, seeing Shazam join the Justice Society because there is no Justice Society. I mean, is uh, there? There, there is a Justice Society. We just don't know if it's the same Justice Society that we've seen already. The one consistent throughout this whole DCEU is Wonder Woman, Amanda Waller. Well, yeah, that's true too. You think about it. Wonder Woman was in Batman v Superman. She was in Justice League. She was in her own she movies, to, and now she she, she, she didn't she didn't need to be a Shazam for sure. She but she was she in Shazam to too. Shazam. But Amanda Waller, but, yeah, Amanda Waller has been in the. I think Peacemaker Gal series. Gal Gadot was in. I think she made a cameo in Peacemaker too. I don't think so. I know uh, Jason Momoa did. Jason Momoa and Ezra, Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller made cameos. Yeah. but was was that Gal Gadot? I know they had a uh, Superman stand-in, it but it wasn't a, Henry Cavill. It was a stand-in, I don't think okay. it was her though. So Henry Cavill didn't and I make could it. Be wrong. I have. Hey, I have been wrong on this show <laughs> many a time. So I don't Maybe know if she was in that. Watch Peacemaker and, and, and see. I mean, Peacemaker but wouldn't be a bad rewatch. I would watch Peacemaker again. And, and the idea that he's coming to the major. Do you really want, uh, do you really want to taste that? Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> wouldn't say that around a playground at all. No. Oh. What? <laughs> no, what? Dude, move on. Move on. No, the movie was not super. It's uh, it's something to watch if you had nothing else to watch, I guess. Um, or if you're a fan of Shazam, it's nice to see the progression that takes us absolutely nowhere. We're no better watching this movie 
than what we were if we didn't watch it. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing that happens that, that progresses us at all. So Billy comes to the realization that he doesn't have to move. And but, they're a, a team still, but are they really? Because nothing... They lost why, their powers, they, they get them back, but... Well, we don't see them get them back, but I'm guessing they got them back. Do they really, really want them back, though? Because at the same time, it's just like taking something that was yours, but did you really want it? Because again, in the beginning, you were elected to be a hero in the first place. Right. Outside of Freddy, who really wanted to have that type of... Yeah, he would be one of the only ones where I would think that he really, he, he really wants to have the powers. I think he right. really, truly loved being Captain Every Power. Yeah, but if you're married at the same time, this is your out. Now right. you can go to college. Mm-hmm. You can go and do everything you wanted to do. For everyone else, eh, it's kind of an afterthought about it, I guess. Because you can keep mapping out the uh, the chamber of doors without getting hurt, because right. clearly there's no, no one's getting hurt. Uh, and then reasons you know but this is the narrative that you're telling us as an audience so if you don't have a clear narrative about the story that you're telling how can you expect us as an audience to be invested in the story that you're telling why is wonder woman there i mean it's great to have cameos but you have to have cameos with a reason with a point with a purpose but for her to fly in and say all the gods aren't dead ta-da and now, because the, the knowledge does she have to even know to do that? The only reasoning, speaking of reasons, uh, that I can imagine that she ended up showing up there, which still doesn't make sense, was because when they were writing the letter to Hespera, Shazam asked the question, Oh, does this work for demigods? Could I write a letter to Wonder Woman? And they kind of said that as like an off, you know, just kind of an off comment. Oh, so Shazam knew he was going to die? No, absolutely not. He had no idea because he went to the witness and he didn't know what to do. So there's no, there's nothing in whatever letter that he could have written to Wonder Woman would have given her any kind of inclination to be able to come to the land of the gods to resurrect or to restore the power of the staff. Because at that point, they had no knowledge about how to beat, because at that point, they were only writing a letter to negotiate to get Freddy back. And that was it. Because they were just basically threatening the Daughters of Atlas to leave. Because they said, oh, we're going to fight you. We're going to win because we outnumber you. So give us Freddy back. We don't have to fight. So even if he wrote Wonder Woman a letter at that point, there was nothing in that letter to bring her to the land of the gods because they didn't even know where the land of the gods was. Fuck you, movie. That's all I'm saying about it. That's it. Don't make no goddamn sense. But also, you gotta make it make sense. But before before we leave, we also have to give a shout out to. We talk about cameos, and cameos have to make sense. But we got to give a shout out to um, Michael Gray, who was the man on the street in the red shirt with the yellow collar. He called him Captain Marvel, which really no reason 
to call him Captain Marvel. But yeah, for those who don't no. know, Captain Marvel was the original no. name of Shazam when no. he was first introduced in the comics. Shazam! But Michael Gray was the actor that played Billy Batson in the Shazam TV show. Now see, it's moments like that that just makes you say, Fuck you, movie. Because <laughs> you could have been so much goddamn better. But the thing about you can't it is... have emotional beats like that and then be a shit movie to attach it to? With all of the names that they came up with for Shazam throughout the movie, because it was a revolving door of names, Thundercrack, Captain Every Power Jr., all this other kind of stuff, Captain Marvel was never mentioned. And there was no reason... For him to call him Captain Marvel, I would have to go back because I would have to go back to the first Shazam because I know when Freddie was posting YouTube videos, every single video was titled with a different superhero name. So I would have to go back and watch all of those to see if one of them called him Captain Marvel. I can go ahead and save you that time. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm saved. No, but not now. The interesting part about what I just said now, I would go back and watch Shazam again. The mm-hmm. first one, I think it's going to take some time to want to go back and watch this Shazam because, again, there's nothing we the whole conflict is about fighting a dragon. I mean. Essentially, the sister killed her own sister for Mm -hmm. you know reasons for sympathizing with the humans, which is what the plan was originally. Was basically we get the seed, we restore our home so that way we can reclaim the power that was ours in the first place. Okay, and at that point in time, she had the seed, Mm -hmm. she had the staff, Mm -hmm. she really didn't have to kill her sister at all. So that was just brewing for some other reasons. And then your other sister, you just take her powers. Why? I don't even think her powers were a threat to you. They really weren't. All I can do is I can move you from here to over there, and that's it. And clearly when she tried to move herself out of harm's way, it didn't really work. That little (laughs) beam of lightning went like 20 city blocks through buildings with a straight shot. Straight shot and still got hit on the other side. I'm like, mm, you old enough, you kind of should have knew better than that. You know what I'm saying? You kind of, you should have known like, you how should, to use you, your you right. you should, you, But you should know how the staff works. Right. Like, you should have teleported to another dimension or something. Now, if you would have crossed dimensions, I could see how you would be like, oh, oh, I can't believe that happened. But, but you... That's not a problem. She did stand there and kind of like, watch it. <laughs> She's like, is that what I think it is? That looks like that lightning. Yeah, that's not that lightning. Nah, nah. I'm just staying here and get, oh, my powers are gone. Yeah. And then walk around aimlessly because I'm a human now. Right. Technically, if she was a human now, shouldn't she have disintegrated? She's over 6,000 years old. <laughs> I don't know what your skincare routine is, but I'm just saying it's flawless. Them bones is the bones is old. I'm but just saying the powers are removed, so now from now on she would age as a normal human. Oh fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> but then she get her powers back anyway. Six thousand so. years old. Yeah, and then how Wonder Woman did that? 
because just because you stuck the staff in the ground and made the grass grow, everybody got their powers back. No, nope. Helen Mirror character back alive. No, again? she did. She, she Is did. Lucy Luke back alive she again? didn't even get a power stolen. She just got stabbed by the dragon and then she died. Also, there was a woman talking about ridiculous decisions. So the tree grows into the stadium, puts the roots all throughout the city, and there's these little sacks right. where all the little monsters come out. First of right. all, these people in the city of Philadelphia, I know the, this doesn't necessarily reflect to the decisions on the actual citizens of Philadelphia, but even from the beginning, no. even from the beginning, they're on the bridge. People are running, like running because the bridge is collapsing. There's a woman in her right. car listening to I Need a Hero. Holding out for a hero. And she's just uh -huh. sitting in a car singing. Sees people running. She's petrified. She's would petrified. you not would you not get out of your car? Oh, me? Oh yeah. I would have been off the bridge. <laughs> she just I would have been sat at the there. house watching it on the news. She like, just that's sat there. That's a travesty was happening. So she just sat there. Of course, Shazam saves her. He was like, no way. He's like, I really save you while you're listening to this song. And then she just screams because she's afraid. But so the people in the streets, they see these sacks and all of these roots. And of course they want to go. They got their phones out. Oh, I want to touch it. I want to take pictures of it. Oh, what's going on? This chimera is the, the body of a lion, the head of a something, the tail of a scorpion. Chimera comes out of the pouch, just stabs a woman and just tosses her back. She dead. That woman is dead. 100%. She has no magical abilities. But it was foreshadowing because that's what happened to Helen. True. Is it? <laughs> I mean, in a sense. But they, oh, they did goodness. do they did do some foreshadowing with the uh the electricity ball that Billy had in his room that like overpowered and exploded because that's exactly what happened to the staff. And they had that imagery when he was inside the dome, it made it look like the electricity ball and then it exploded. Listen, as your secret weapon, your go-to power is to hit somebody with the lightning blast for saying your name. Is this our, forever our thing? Like, is that his ultimate move? Seems like it. That's that's how you took. Now, that's how you took out Savannah, and that's how you took out the dragon. That's twice now. We're, we 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 got to get close enough and hug you. Which again, this is. I'm not gonna say that it's not how it's done in the comics because I've seen it done in many iterations. Mm -hmm. He'll grab him, hug him, hold him tight, say Shazam, and then that lightning usually takes him out, and then you know he recovers because. He can't be heard anyway by saying right. his own name. Mm -hmm. So, so how did he I die? Think we huh? So how did he die? Hey, ain't no time for that. So <laughs> make sure you guys hit the uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> I feel in this <laughs> So clearly, my internet does not agree with us today, and it will not allow us to be great while we're recording this video. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap up. But let us know what you thought about Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Uh, what did you think about the story? Uh, what did you think about what we said about it? If you agree with us or if you disagree with us, let us know in the comments. But remember, if you like the video, go ahead, click like on it, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell so you can be notified when we have new episodes that come out. If you want the audio version of the podcast, which I'm sure is going to be all over the place, just search for All Things Super on any of your major podcast streaming platforms. And if you want to join in on the conversation, just tweet at us at ATSuperPod. 
And as Mr. VIP Frankie Washington would say, leave a comment because we like reading the comments. But hopefully this whole internet fiasco will be taken care of for the next time we record. We will be back next week with John Wick Chapter 4 and maybe anything else that happens to spring up in between then. But until then, we'll see you in the next episode. Keep on being safe.